Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Tuesday. Hope you're all well, wherever you're watching or listening to this show around this world of ours. I hope you can hear me all right. It is what it is about 10.30 in the morning here in the UK. And as you can probably see by the lighting, it's like I'm recording this in the middle of the night. It's gone so dark and it is absolutely tipping it down. And the, the noise the rain is making just outside coming down, it is, uh, it's like we're in the middle of a storm. So I hope you can hear me. All right, and I hope you are having a decent start to your week. Plenty to talk about today, even though we are in the middle of international break. I did want to start by saying in yesterday's show, I said that I was going to be sitting down with James Benj to record Inside Arsenal Extra Time today. I did that while completely forgetting the fact that James has, in fact, been in Germany on a work trip uh, watching by Leverkusen and Granit Xhaka, who he's been talking to. And uh, it's not going to be back until tomorrow, Wednesday. So, yeah, there is no Inside Arsenal Extra Time being recorded today. It is being recorded tomorrow. But all of the responses you sent into yesterday's show with all of your comments in terms of what player you would see, you would like Arsenal to sign if they could just sign one in January, don't worry, they're still there. I'll, I'm collecting them all and I'll still include them in the show with James, which is now going to be recorded tomorrow. So yeah, apologies for that. I got that a little bit wrong. Totally forgot the fact he'd headed over to Leverkusen for that game. Right, let's get going today. Plenty to discuss. Um, we've got Aaron Ramsdale, whose dad has been stalking on the Highbury Squad uh, YouTube channel, which I will drop a link down below in the description to this, to the video where I've sat down with uh, Aaron's dad and spoke to him uh, about a wide range of topics, of course, about Aaron and David Raya, Aaron's position. Now, it's a really, really good interview, and there's lots of interesting stuff that was said. I'll go through just a couple of bits here, but please do click on the link below in the description and go and watch it, because it's very, very uh, insightful and telling in terms of what uh, Aaron's dad has been 
talking about. Um, so Nick was on the show uh, with Sophie, with Kevin Campbell, of course, Hybrid Squad, fantastic channel, which which I've been on. Please do give them a uh, go and subscribe to them if you don't already and watch their stuff. It's really, really good. But yeah, they were sitting down with Nick and they were talking about Aaron's situation. And you know, Nick was very, very open on it, as he always is whenever uh, Nick is involved in anything. It's just the kind of personality and character that he is. And there's some interesting stuff from it. He said, I think probably the big headline was it. He says, Aaron's lost that smile to when he was holding on to that ball at this moment in time. And it is difficult. It's a really difficult to see him there. And we all keep saying to him, you need to keep smiling. Uh, he sort of carried on about the situation he's in now. He said that Aaron is going to be the cup goalkeeper and David Riot is going to be the main man unless something happens, an injury or a sending off. Aaron's got to live with that. And he is living with that even though he's not been told it by anybody. You've got to give the guy a chance, for God's sake. He's talking about David Raya there. Even though the way it's been done, in my eyes, it's been wrong, and we can talk about that, but it is the decision. Really and truly, we've got to get behind David Raya. He's part of the family now, whether it's until only May or June next year. It won't be. It will be longer in my eyes, but that's by the by. He spoke about lots of other stuff as well. Uh, talked about Aaron signing his new contract just before David Raya arrived, basically hinted that he wouldn't have been signing that contract or it wouldn't have made much sense to sign that contract had they known that David Raya was going to be coming in straight away um, after that. And yeah, it's really interesting stuff from Nick. It'd be interesting how, what Mikel Arteta thinks of it. You know, whether it goes down too well at Arsenal, that remains to be seen. But it was a really interesting um, sort of sit-down chat with Nick. Um and it's no surprise, is it, that, yeah, Aaron's lost that smile of his at the moment. We know, we see if you're watching this on YouTube, the big smile that he's got on there. He is that kind of character. He's that kind of personality. And he will be finding this very, very difficult. And there's lots of people who think he's been very unfairly treated. Obviously, Nick, his dad, is one of them by what he says there when he says um, the way it's been done has been wrong. And I'm sure a lot of people agree with that. But as Nick says... David Ryer is now number one, like it or lump it. It's pretty obvious that that is the case and it's going to stay the case um, probably for the long term. And, you know, I've had my say on the whole Ramsdale thing and how I think this all plays out. I'd be very surprised if it ends up with Ramsdale still being here next season. Um, I think I just can't see it. It's just doesn't feel sustainable to me. And as Nick says himself, you know, he doesn't think Ryer will only be here till May and June on this loan. He thinks it'll be a long term thing. And I think everyone else pretty much agrees with him. So, one of them's going to have to go. And unfortunately, I think that's going to end up being Aaron Ramsdale. Um, uh, but yeah, please do go and have, uh, you know, spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes watching this show. The link is down in the description below. Really worth watching. Some really interesting stuff from Nick Ramsdale there on his son, Aaron. All right. The Gabriel Jesus injury farce continues. He has gone to Brazil. They have made him go over to Brazil to link up with the national team. I had my say this yesterday, how I thought this should all play out. It didn't play out the way I was hoping it was going to, and it certainly didn't play out the way that, oh, I can't, sorry, just been totally distracted by just how heavy the rain is out there at the moment. It's absolutely biblical the way it's coming down. Um, yeah, it didn't play out very well at all in terms of Arsenal's point of view. He has had to go all the way over to South America. He has linked up, well, actually, I think he's arriving today or will be linking up the squad today. Brazil determined to have their look at him and assess this injury that has kept him out since the severe game. Of course, Arsenal would have much rather he stayed in London, continued his recovery and rehabilitation there, but Brazil were determined, having called him up in the squad, to get him over there and to look at him. The doctor has just actually been talking, I've just got these quotes now, from Rodrigo Lasmar, who is the Brazil team's doctor, and he's been talking about why 
Jesus has been called up. And he's kind of hinted at it, not so much to play, it's so that the group can all be together during the international break, which is all well and good. But to be flying someone halfway across the world who's been suffering with a hamstring injury, he hasn't played for three weeks, just to do that, it makes no sense to me, especially an experienced player like Gabriel Jesus, who has been around the Brazil squad for years now. You know What, what difference is that seriously going to make? But this is what he's had to say. It's what he's been telling reporters just now, uh, Rodrigo Lasmar. He says, we have been following the player's situation since he was injured. We have maintained contact with the player and with Arsenal. We know that he has been recovering from a muscle injury to the back of his right thigh and has already started working on his physical adaptation on the field. But the fact that we bring the player is Diniz's philosophy. Diniz is obviously the Brazil coach, bringing the whole group, having all of the players close. The player has not yet arrived and I have not yet evaluated him. I will provide a more detailed position, but as soon as he arrives, he will undergo all of the evaluations and we will continue this final phase of the player's rehab. We have not made any decisions about when he will play, but it is important to have him close. A couple of things there. Again, I've said by say, I don't think the whole, we've got to have him close. I, I, I just don't buy that. It just, what... This is this is Gabriel Jesus you're talking about. It's not a player that you're just getting used to or anything like that. It's Gabriel Jesus. You know what he brings. You know what he will add to the squad. His what his character is like. His personality is like. There's no real genuine excuse, I think, to fly an injured player halfway around the world just so that he can be close to the squad. That's not going to do Jesus any good, and it's certainly not going to do his club any good. And look, the club is the is the thing that is paying his wages for me. So I'm not sure Brazil are in a really good position to do that to bring a player halfway around the world just to do that in terms of um where he says he will undergo all the evaluations and we will continue the final phase of the player's rehabilitation again i'm not sure that's really brazil's place to do that that's surely arsenal's place they're the they're the club paying his wages he's the player who's going to be playing for them for the majority of the season surely the final phase of a player's rehab which has been really carefully managed by the club should be done at the club rather than chucking him on a plane albeit on first class or business class, taking him all the way over to South America. It just, it just, for me, it just feels like you're putting a player unnecessarily at risk. And I just think that's wrong. I really do think it just feels totally like a bit of a farce to me. I just don't understand it. And um, it just feels a little bit petty. I said that yesterday. This feels like the Brazil coach is doing this. Brazil are doing this just because of what happened with Martinelli last time out. And that is not you know, it it just feels like it's a lack of trust, clearly a lack of trust between Brazil and Arsenal now after that Martinelli incident. And, you know, I can understand Brazil feeling a little bit annoyed by what happened last time, but I'm not sure you should be unnecessarily putting a player's health and fitness at risk. And that's what this trip feels like it's doing of Gabriel Jesus. Now, Gabriel Jesus, obviously, does the player have a responsibility here as well? Perhaps, but we all know, look, as a footballer, you're going to want to play for your country. If you're called up by your country, especially Jesus, who hasn't scored for a long time for Brazil, whose spot is up for grabs with Brazil, Richarlison's injured at the moment. You know, he's probably not going to sit there and think, you know what, I'm going to turn this down. You saw what happened with Gabriel um, uh, the other day when he he turned down a link-up, didn't he, with, because of the birth, of his, he wanted to be there for the birth of his child. And suddenly Gabriel was out, wasn't in the squad for the next few, few squads because of that. So he would have seen that and thinking, well, if I turn this opportunity down, maybe it's going to really impact my chances um, of staying with the national team, getting called up again for the national team. So although there is a bit of player responsibility potentially on this, I don't think the player should be in the position or being put in the position where he has to make a choice. I think it should be the club and the country should come together and make a sensible decision. And for me, 
this is not a sensible decision this is an unnecessary risk but that's just me let me know what you guys think in the comments below um here's one from cdl gaming he says if brazil wants to personally assess an injured player why don't they just send a physio to england to assess him without an injured player having to travel half around the world it's a very good point i don't know the answer to it but it's a very good point why didn't that happen rather than taking a player up and dragging him halfway around the world why didn't they send a, a doctor over to assess him here and then make the decision before putting him on an airplane it's a really good point and i, I don't have an answer to it but it's a really good point that i thought was uh, very much worth sharing hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In slightly better news, Martin Odegaard has not gone to Norway. I thought that would probably be the case. thought this was going to be a pretty uh, a bit of an easier one to come to a decision on. He's stayed at Arsenal. He's not played, of course, apart from that tiny little cameo against West Ham where he scored. He was suffering from a hip injury before that. Played against West Ham, came back, looked like he was going to play against Newcastle, then was missing and hasn't played since. We've since found out now that it's because of concussion. He got smacked in the face by a ball at training on the Friday before the Newcastle game, uh, which must have been one hell of a shot. And uh, it's uh, he's been suffering with concussion symptoms since then. And the concussion protocols the way they are now that he can't play until uh, for a certain amount of time until those symptoms stop. Um, sounds like the reason he hasn't gone to Norway now isn't down to that. It is still down to just sort of protecting that hip issue as well that he's been playing with for a, for a long time. Um, so, yeah, sensible decision with him has been reached and he's going to stay and work on his fitness ahead of the game against Brentford in a couple of weeks' time. You know, all the signs are that he will be fine and fit to play for that, which is good. And, yeah, while there's been a bit of an unnecessary risk taken on Gabriel Jesus, it feels like an absolutely sensible decision has been taken uh, with uh, with Martin Odegaard. And Arsenal now going to be just sort of crossing their fingers and waiting for everyone else to return. The international start tomorrow in terms of an Arsenal point of view. Trossard's playing for Belgium or should be playing for Belgium against Serbia tomorrow. Then you've got Tommy Asu playing on Thursday. El Nenny, David Raya, Carl Hein, uh, Alex Runison as well. On Friday, you've got the Brazilians against Colombia, whether Gabriel Jesus plays in that remains to be seen. It's highly doubtful. Gabriel and Martinelli, though, they will be. Then you've got Kivior playing for Poland. You've got the English boys um, and Jorginho. Uh, for Italy, you've got Kai Havertz and all the was William Saliba as well. So lots of in, lots of games starting from tomorrow with the Arsenal uh, players involved throughout the international break. Everyone's just going to be sitting there, basically fingers crossed now, hoping that everyone comes back okay. All right, be prepared, everyone. Be prepared. It is coming tonight. 
and it is going to be one big propaganda show. I am fully expecting it. Howard Webb with Michael Owen, referee, mic'd up the show and the audio from Arsenal versus Newcastle. Arsenal apparently have been warned that it's going to come, which makes me laugh. Why do they need to be warned that it's going to come? We all know what's going to happen. It's going to be glossed over. Michael Owen's going to ask no questions, uh, really. And it's uh, Howard Webb is just going to have his hour of primetime propaganda, which will be all well and good. And I'm sure all the media big hitters will probably jump on afterwards and and crow about how, oh, look at this, look how open Howard Webb's being. This is fantastic for the game. This is what we want to see. With The audio proves that they were right to come to the decision that they did, which is all a load of rubbish. We know it's a load of rubbish. It was a foul. It'll always be a foul. It always has been a foul. It always will be a foul. It was a foul when Bukayo Saka did it at the weekend. It was rightly penalised as a foul when he did that. And it was the exact same thing. Yet Gabriel's wasn't a foul, Bukayo Saka's was. Go figure. Um, and yeah, no matter what Howard Webb says, no matter what the audio says and the whole, oh, they've come to the right conclusion. No, they didn't. It was a foul. We all know it was a foul. Just like we all know Bruno should have been sent off for his forearm smash that somehow basically the law has been rewritten in the face of this where it, as long as you can walk around smacking someone in the back of the head with your forearm, it's fine. It's fine. It wasn't an elbow, so it's fine. So we can all do that now in every single game that we play from now until eternity. As long as you don't smack someone with the elbow, you're fine. You don't need to get sent off. So go on, walk around, smash someone in the back of the head with a forearm. So I'm sure that will come up, come up in there as well. And maybe they will say that, that was he was lucky not to get sent sent off just as Kai Havertz was probably lucky not to get sent off for his foul as well but yeah the rewriting of the rule book since this incident at Newcastle was just as I'm sure you're all aware from the videos I've recorded last week just left me slightly bemused by the whole thing and slightly lacking of confidence in the whole thing and the whole VAR process and whatever Howard Webb talks about tonight whatever all the big uh, media accounts come up with afterwards in agreement and hailing how open and honest the whole thing was. Just see it for what it is. Just a load of propaganda. It always will be and it will continue to be. Anyway, nice little rant just to pretty much end today's show. Uh, just a, a, a quick one here and we will talk about this, I'm sure, myself and James Benj, given his trip to buy a Leverkusen to watch Granit and Xhaka in action. This one from 23362 says, Hi Charles, do you think maybe Arteta made a mistake not convincing Xhaka to at least give him one more season? Every time I've watched the Arsenal this season, I can't help but feel this is a Xhaka team. We are methodical and control orientated and a bit slower, which I like instead of the frantic football we played at times last season, which he thrived in, I believed he would have been even better in this team. Yes, I absolutely believe he would have been better in this team. I honestly think Arsenal win the title this season if Granit Xhaka is still here. Um, uh, in terms of, do I think it was a mistake from Arteta? I don't I don't think you can really call it a mistake. He's looked, Arteta convinced Xhaka to stay basically for like three out of the last three seasons when there was chances, big chances that Granit Xhaka was going to go and Arteta's convinced him to stay on each occasion. This time, Xhaka's will to leave was a little bit stronger. He wanted to go for a few different reasons. And, you know, it was it was hard for Arsenal to stand in his way when he had come to that decision, especially when they got good money for him, when he was going to be out of contract very, very soon uh, and given his age. So I think ultimately Arsenal just decided this was the time they had to sanction his request to leave. So I'm not sure you can really label it as an Arteta mistake, but I wish that a different, a different decision had been reached, I have to admit, and that he had stayed. Because looking at how things are shaping up this season, looking at where 
the fact that Arsenal have been completely unable to replace that Granite Xhaka type hole in their team and the fact that Kai Havertz thing just hasn't worked so far and isn't showing any signs that it is going to work, then yes, I absolutely miss him. And I think he would have been fantastic in this side and Arsenal would have been a hell of a, an even better proposition than they already are right now had he stayed. So yeah, that's my answer to that one. All right, that's it from me, everyone. Thank you very much for your time. As always, like I said, I'll be back tomorrow probably do my normal show in the morning and then inside Arsenal Extra Time with James Benj will go out at some point later on in the evening. Until then, have a very good day all. I'll speak to you very, very soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.